Want to go on a road trip? Then hit your ride with Hayley. Would you go with me? If we were lost in fields of clover. Wednesdays, 10 a.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio. Welcome to Hitch a Ride with Haley. My name is Haley Wheatley and it's me with Hitch a Ride, your favourite, I hope, line dance travel based radio show. And how are we this morning? That last track was uh, Midnight Walk is the dance and it was Cindy Lauper actually, believe it or not. And it was a dance I was going to teach in my class yesterday, a brilliant Frank Trace choreography. I love his stuff. He makes easy dances so much fun. And the reason I didn't teach it, I have a little story. And uh, if you are in my uh, group on Facebook, I have a group called uh, Line Dance Central with Hayley Wheatley. And it's mainly based or aimed towards my own classes. But I know a lot of people join it too because I share events and things, or I did when the events were, were on. And what happened yesterday was a little bit of drama. We went along to class and somebody was in our room. We couldn't get in our room. So I entered politely and I said, I'm so sorry, but we've booked this room today. Day, and this very rude woman said no you haven't and I said oh, oh I have I have a contract right here on my phone so I brought the contract up and I called the center because the lady was refusing to move I called the the person who runs the center and uh, 
the very nice lady in the office, she said, don't worry, Hayley, I'm going to send the caretaker to get rid of this woman. So I was nice and calm. I was like, yep, no problem. That's fine. Uh, eventually the caretaker came and the woman still refused to move. No, no, no. I'm in a seminar. I can't move. You can't be in. And the caretaker was like, but uh, you've booked a different room. You're supposed to be in the library. This is not the room you've booked. Yes, but I'm not moving. So me and all my dancers had to go home. So I've been feeling so bad these last 24 hours and I did put a little post upon in uh, my line dance central group and I've had so many comments coming in this morning and a few people were just asking what the story was about so I wanted to start off explaining that if you are in that group and uh, just also highlighting I guess there are some people in the world who are just not very uh, social orientated who aren't willing to help others and that makes me a little sad this morning um, so uh I didn't get to teach that dance yesterday, but it is a cracker and I will be teaching it next week. Now, on to some more positive things. I'm going to take you somewhere nice and warm today on our travels. So get ready to hitch a ride with me. I hope you have your passports ready. You don't need them, actually. I'm firstly going to check who is in the chat room and joining us in the house today. It's so exciting to see you with us. Good morning, Sandra Burns. It's lovely to see you ready and waiting. And to Jim Stankovic as well. He's waiting. Good morning from the USA. Really great to see you in the house. And to Willie Brown too. Great show this morning, Willie. Thanks so much for uh, announcing this one coming up. Claire Kitching is in the house. Good morning, Haley. I've got you on in the office, but we'll be on and off calls as well. Okay, I'll try to uh, just tell your clients to ring so that you don't miss any of the good stuff, Claire. That's the plan. And Lynn Williams, good morning. I can keep you company while you clean your kitchen. You're telling me super, super. I would love to do that. Thanks for having me on. Good morning, Carly as well. Carly Lother, welcome, welcome. And some great gifs popping up, Sandra. They're fantastic as usual. First of all, I'm going to take you off to the Maldives today. This, of course, is the travel show where we talk about all things travel related. And the Maldives is one of the most popular holiday destinations in the world. And with picture-perfect tropical surrounds, sublime beaches, stunning year-round weather, exclusive island resorts and inviting warm weathers that are home to a wealth of vibrant marine life, it's not difficult to see why. And the best part is that this sensational and phenomenally unique destination offers so much more than meets the eye. Disappointingly, I have to confess, I have never been to the Maldives. Have any of you in the chat room been to the Maldives? I would love to hear about it. We're going to learn a little bit more about it today. And my first fact is about currency there. Cowrie shells can be found in the millions by Maldives, and back in medieval times, they were the units of currency. Everybody traded in shells. And this is why nowadays, if you have a Maldivian coin and you look at it, you'd be able to see that there is an image of a shell on that coin. How cool is that? So that brings me to my first track of today. Now you will know this track uh, probably uh, from line a line dance called Blue Night Shah. This was a brilliant Kim Ray dance and we do it at a lot of socials. I know you know it. But there was a partner dance to it too. Choreo by the amazing Dan Albro who did Day of the Dead and he called that dance seashells and talking about this Maldivian currency it seemed a great choice for our next dance.
Also a great partner dance called Seashells. I can see a few more of us checking in. Hey guys, we're off to the Maldives first today as you hitch a ride with me. Good morning, HP Low. How lovely to see you in the chat room. He says, good morning, Hayley. Greetings from London. And hey, check this out. Lorraine Monaghan. Hi, from 13 Angels tuned in from turkey oh wow lorraine uh brilliant great to have you with us because how cool is that it's a travel show and you guys are actually listening in from turkey on your travels that's awesome i know i have a song in the second half of this that you will like a lot so if you can stay tuned for the full show please do and uh, some great shell gifs there sandra how cool is that that little crab in a house if you're in the chat room check out these gifs d musk is here listening in lovely while cleaning it's great to see you d how how are you lovely and willie brown is saying i have you on in the background but unable, but unable to chat to everyone but have a great show Haley. thank you so much willie i do that to you all the time you're there while i'm putting my makeup on in the morning but i just don't have time to check in when i'm doing the school runs and good morning linda burgess oh a lovely mickey jiff there as well you know me so well so we are heading to the maldives and do we know it is geographically unique does everyone know where the maldives is uh, or the Maldives are, I should say, because I've, I've kind of had an idea, and but I wouldn't have put, put any money on the fact that I could locate it exactly. And when I looked on the map, um, it was actually not exactly where I thought it was. Um, it's officially known as the Republic of the Maldives, and it is a South Asian island nation located to the southwest of India and Sri Lanka. It's a fascinating country, uh, which is made up of 1,192 
two low-lying islands and uh, it's also got atolls that make up the Maldives and uh, there's some amazing coral reefs there too. Interestingly, the Maldives technically consists of 99% water. Many of the beaches around the world have sand made up from quartz but the powder-fine white sandy shores of the Maldives are actually made up from corals and these coralline beaches are actually quite rare and only make up around 5% of the world's beaches so quite unique and uh, largely due, due to its geographic geographic location near the equator the Maldives enjoys exceptionally warm temperatures practically throughout the whole year uh, with two seasons impacted by monsoons the main difference being is that one is wet and one is dry now the Maldives was said to be established by an exiled prince um, for an incredibly long time. The Maldives boasted an important location near vital trade routes and it was said to be the first colonizers of the Maldives were from India in around 269 BC. They were said to be peace-loving people with no formal government structure of any kind who instead worshipped the sun and the water and their first ruler was said to be the Prince of Kalinga in India. India and the king sent his son to the Maldives at that time and established him as the prince. It is the lowest and flattest nation in the world. The gorgeous lush coral islands in the Maldives have an average ground elevation of 1.5 meters above sea level which makes it the lowest country in the world. And another fact, Maldive whale sharks the world's biggest fish has its official sanctuaries in the Maldives with three places along the archipelago. The Maldives are one of the few places on earth where whale sharks can be encountered all year round. That's going to bring me to my next dance. This one is called Shark in the Water and it's choreographed by Kate Henry. It's a great VV Brown track. I hope you like it.
We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Weekdays, Good morning. 8 to 9.30 a.m. UK time. It's time to wake up with Willie. Live from Scotland, join Willie Brown for breakfast on Line Dancer Radio. And that last one was Shark in the Water. We've got some great shark gifs going on in the chat room here. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Jim. Good morning. Good morning to Yuli. Hello, Haley. She says listening in but cannot join much in the chat room. Well, it's just lovely to have you with us, Yuli. We are heading down in the Maldives and I'm not staying here for long today. We're going to head off back to Europe soon. But just a few more facts about the Maldives before we head off from this hot place. If in all honesty, I have to admit it, I would be in a very hot place all the time. I've said Lorraine, if you're in Turkey, just shoot us some of that sun this way. It's so cold here in the UK, especially up north. Well, the Maldives is said to be one of the safest destinations in the world, while the capital city, Malay, is one of the world's densest city. Um, it has some occurrences of petty crime, but the Maldives in general, which boasts a population of around 373,522 people, um, which, by the way, has an outstanding literacy rate of 98%, is said to be one of the safest destinations in the world. The islands, while, locate, while isolated, um, are located in a good venue and are well protected and deemed very safe, which makes it for a very carefree holiday in paradise if that's where you are headed and uh, weekends differ slightly in the Maldives the business days and hours in the Maldives are very different from uh, uh, my home country and possibly yours too weekdays are from Sunday to Thursday with the weekend being Friday and Saturday shops generally open after 9 a.m. and close for prayer in the afternoon and evenings sometimes as late as 10 p.m. Interesting. It really is a unique destination, though. I would love to go there. I'd love to know if anyone's been there. Um, of course, uh, there's the sandbanks, which we, uh, the Maldives sandbanks and island shapes, uh, can be modified by nature. Their sand is moved away and eventually brought back by seasonal currents during all those monsoons we were talking about. Some sandbanks completely disappear and new ones emerge, and that means that the country is ever changing. The Maldives are likely to be the reminiscence of a chain of sunken volcanoes formed around 60 million years ago. Recent studies suppose that coral reef atolls have formed over the hundreds of thousands of years on the sinking remains. So that explains all the coral reefs that are there. And uh, a little fact about coral houses. Maldivian people used to build their houses in coral. This traditional housing is now forbidden since coral reefs are worldwide protected, but many coral houses still can be seen in Malay and the local islands. And uh, they have a very distinct traditional music in the Maldives, a drum-based traditional music called Boruberu, which means in their language big drum. It is a reminder of the Maldives' long relations with East Africa a few centuries ago. And Bodu Beru music is very rhythmic and can be perceived as transcendental. Hmm, do we feel a line dance coming on to one of those? The Maldives flag has various symbols and symbolic colours, green for peace and for the national coconut tree, a white crescent for Islam and red for the blood of their fight for independence. Another fact about Maldives coconut trees. The coconut tree is one of the symbols of the Maldivian emblem. 
national tree of the islands and only natural shade protection of Maldive beaches. Coconut trees can grow up to 30 meters and reach the age of, would you believe it, 100 years. Their wood is extremely solid too. Oh, I'm rushing through these facts today because uh, I, I don't want us to stay too long here. We'll get too comfy. We won't want to leave. But uh, do you know this place, the Maldives, has only been a holiday destination for 40 years. It may have been around for a few thousand years, but its popularity as a tourist destination is a relatively new thing. In fact, it wasn't until the 1970s that the first reports opened up. Before then, it was largely a destination that only adventurous divers and surfers knew about. And here is my last fact as I load you with all these facts. The world's first underwater cabinet meeting was held in the Maldives in 2009. Then Maldivian president Mohamed Nasheed held a somewhat unorthodox cabinet meeting. The location? Not in a stuffy boardroom or boring government building. It was held at the bottom of the sea. While down there, the 11 ministers signed a document calling for global cuts to carbon emissions. The gesture headed by Nasheed was interpreted as a symbolic cry for help over the rising sea levels that threatened to submerge most of the low-lying areas in the Maldives by 2100. Unbelievable. How cool is that? An underwater board meeting. So that's going to bring me to my next song. This dance is simply called Underwater, choreographed by Sylvia Schill. You told me to let go and all I can do is try Circles, tired of keeping my head high You told me to bury my feelings, then I'm alright Oh, I did my whole life and now I am losing this fight Oh, let go, let go Follow, let go, let go And it feels alright Breathing underwater Trying to hold on and get back on my feet And it still feels alright Breathing underwater While all the fires are burning
underwater and that was to celebrate that board meeting that happened in the Maldives which is where we've been touching down. All right hitchhikers are you ready to go somewhere new and welcome on our travels Anne Spears she says good morning everyone how lovely it is to have you join us and of course Maureen Clemson is here too great to have you Maureen. Good morning Haley. she says always love listening to your program to find out where we are going. Fantastic I hope you've enjoyed being in the Maldives it's been short or sweet this morning I am taking you back to Europe. We've done a lot of destinations in Europe actually so where could we be going today? Well there is a tiny country between Spain and France most people even well-traveled Europeans don't even know about. Can you guess which one it is? Have you ever heard of it before? Yep, that's right. Today we'll be exploring all the best things to do in Andorra. As the country in the mountains, well, this is what their slogan used to be. Their slogan was El País del Pyrenees, which means the country of the Pyrenees. Andorra's tourism was always focused on its beautiful nature, but there are certainly many other things to do in Andorra, and I promise you it's well worth a visit despite its tiny size. We'll be finding out a bit about a few of these today. It has lots of tumbling valleys, Romanesque churches and sky-reaching peaks wedged between France and Spain. Andorra offers by far the best ski slopes and resort facilities in the entire Pyrenees. Once the snow melts, there's outstanding walking ranging from easy strolls to demanding day hikes in the principality's higher, more remote reaches where you can wander for hours almost alone if you wish. Andorra is an all-year-round destination. Visit in the winter months and you'll be able to ski and enjoy snow sports, whereas the summertime is a great mountain adventure and nature destination. Although snowfall can't be predicted and it changes every year, just like in the UK, the ski season in Andorra usually starts around the first weekend of December when the Spaniards have like a long holiday on the 6th and uh, the 8th month and they take the opportunity to open the season and all those skiing activities. Christmas is usually a very busy time in Andorra with lots of visitors coming to spend some time between Christmas and New Year or for the weekend in between. And usually snows last until March and spring is a lovely time to visit. But autumn is said to be a particularly beautiful time in Andorra. You can enjoy nature's awakening when the leaves are changing and this gives the country a particularly warm hue. So has anyone ever been to Andorra? I've never visited there. Uh, when I did my German A-level, I read a book called Andorra and I always thought it was about this country. I looked up the country then because I didn't know it existed. And as it turned out, it really didn't have much of a connection with the real country. It was a, a fictional country. But all the same, I enjoyed reading um, the book or a play it actually was. And uh, by then, I always had Andorra in the back of my mind. What is this place? Where is it? Why do people not speak of it? And the fact is, that it's just so small. If anyone again in the chat room has been, I would love to know. Um, it is a rare place to visit. And if you are planning it and want to add it onto your list, apparently autumn is the time to go. And this brought in mind one of my favorite dances that's not really done much anymore, but it is a stunning piece of music. And it is simply called Autumn. the frozen shores Hungry hands 
And in soft and My hero cried As we stood out there in the cold And like these autumn leaves I don't have nothing to hold Handsome smile Wearing handsome shoes Too young to say Though I swear he knew I hear him singing while he sits there in his chair While these autumn leaves float around everywhere And I look at you And I see me making noise Restlessly, but now it's quiet, and I can hear you sing. My little fish, don't cry. My little fish, don't cry. Autumn leaves have faded now, and that smile that I've lost. Well, I found somehow Cause you still live on in my father's eyes These autumn leaves All these autumn leaves All these autumn leaves Are yours tonight I love that track. It's Paolo Natini singing that and the dance is choreographed by Fred Whitehouse and as per usual with Fred's choreography it was a beautiful dance. And okay, just talking about Andorra, that's where we're heading down today, Hitchhikers. Have you been? Have you heard of it? Do you know of it? What do you think of it? And I'm just looking in the chat room to see what we're saying there and Sandra Burns is saying, I've heard of it because their football team isn't the best. I should know. This is why I need you on every show, Sandra, because if there's a football fact, you'll keep me right on it. And um, Jim, he's put a picture of Dora the Explorer and he says, and Dora? Wrong Dora, Jim. Wrong one. But Sandra is saying my boys loved Dora the Explorer. They were both able to speak a little Spanish by the time they started primary school as a result. My daughters did too. My little daughter. Oh, I, I couldn't get swiper. No swiping out of my head crazy but it was so great I love Dora actually I really love Dora more than the kids and Sandra Douglas is saying uh, she's been to Andorra years ago she says the weather there is cooler than you would think that's a cool fact thanks Sandra and Maureen Clemson is saying stayed in Andorra years ago when traveling through France and Spain beautiful place there was a fiesta with lovely a lovely firework display when we were there and the mountain scenery was great Oh, how cool. How cool to back up what we were saying about the mountains and things there from someone who's actually been. 
So if you haven't been to Andorra and you are thinking you might want to add it on your list, like Maureen says there, you could always make it a stop off if you're traveling from France to Spain. It's right there in the middle. And um, just some little highlights of things you can do in Andorra. I'm going to take you through a few places today in the show. So fasten your seatbelts. Here we go. So the capital city of Andorra is Andorra La Vela. Perched high in the eastern Pyrenees, Andorra La Vela, the capital of Andorra, is the small nation's busiest tourist attraction. With an altitude of 1,029 meters, it's one of the world's highest capital cities. It's also one of the smallest too, with a population of less than 23,000 people, presiding over the Gran Valera River under the east side of the Pic d'Enclar mountain. The city's main street is lined with shops selling everything from souvenirs to local arts and crafts, along with galleries, cafes, restaurants, and many excellent hotels. Top attractions in that city include Casa La Develle, or Casa de la Velle, built in 1580 and now the seat of government and notable for its ornate coat of arms and other historical emblems of the country's former rulers. Another place you can go is Val Nord. We were talking about the winter sports and this is one of the most popular winter sport destinations in the Pyrenees. It draws in skiers, snowboarders uh, from all across Europe to its fine slopes and it's located in the northern part of Andorra and boasts a peak altitude of 2,625 metres. That's pretty high. Do we have any skiers in the chat room? I've never skied a lot. I'd like to. I've tried it, but I'd love to do more of it. Um, another thing to see there is San Joan de Casella Church. A little way north of the picturesque village of Canillo is the chapel of San Joan de Casella. Considered one of the country's finest Romanesque churches, this splendid old stone building dates from 11th century and contains many features, most notably its fine interior decorated with excellent frescoes. I love stuff like that when I travel. Um, I know it bores some people, but I drag my husband along to see all that brilliant architecture and the frescoes and that. Ah, oh, love it. Uh, found in the heart of Andorra La Vela is a huge centre, actually. Uh, this is this I've enjoyed reading about. The Centre Termoludic Caldea. Now, has anyone ever seen that uh, post going around on Facebook that says, uh, we must isolate, and it turns out that women between a certain age are asymptomatic, and they all need to be locked away in spas all around the world <laughs> for an indefinite period. It sounds perfect to me. I will go and isolate in a spa and enjoy massages and manicures because, you know, it's for the good of society, right? Um, made me giggle, but if I went to a spa, I think this one that I'm talking about now would be one of the ones I would pick. It's Europe's largest spa complex. It apparently dominates the capital skyline with its magnificent glass pyramid tower and it features more than 6,000 square meters of watery fun and treatment areas. 6,000 square meters for a spa? Wow. Guests can make full use of the facility's numerous lagoons, both indoor and outdoor. It's many saunas and jacuzzis, as well as specialized spa areas in featuring Indo-Roman baths, cascades, warm marble slates, and even a grapefruit pool. 
Due to its use of mineral-rich warm waters that emerge from the city's thermal source, a visit to this uniquely designed spa complex is one of those once-in-a-lifetime experiences that is not soon forgotten. Now, I have never had an interest in Andorra, but reading about this spa, and I don't do spas often, but this one is going on my list, unbelievably. And my biggest question when researching this was, what on earth is a grapefruit pool? What is it? And I had to go look into this more deeply because a grapefruit pool is apparently a little pool um, that has grapefruits swimming around in it. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be good for you somehow. I actually have a picture of this. During this next song, I'm going to post it in the chat room if you're joining me in the chat room to show you what this grapefruit pool looks like. And it seemed perfect for a Jimmy Buffett song. Uh, this song is called Grapefruit Juicy Fruit. And it has two dancers. If you want to pick your dancers choreographed to it, which I will tell you about after you hear this track. Shoes 
Thursdays at 9.30pm UK time, it's time to carry on up the line with Dave Morgan. Yes! It's the show where it all goes on. Get on Dave's poll or matron for the top 20 teach of the week and special guest appearances only on Line Dancer Radio. Oh, you shut your face! Okay, we're in Andorra. That last dance was, or the last song was a bit of Jimmy Buffett there, Grapefruit, Juicy Fruit. If you want a beginner dance to go to that, Kitty Russell has choreographed one, and Roger Neff from the USA has also choreographed an easy beginner one, which is really cool too, so check those out. And in the chat room, I'm just wondering uh, who's been to Andorra, who's heard of it. HP is saying, heard of Andorra, but never been there. And we were talking about all the skiing that happens there and Sandra Burns says I've tried skiing once but not keen on the cold so not fussed about doing that again I hear you Sandra I hate the cold I have to confess I would have to be very padded up Um, but she says I would love to go scuba diving in lovely warm waters and I'm totally with you on that too I love scuba diving although I once totally freaked out when I was scuba diving in Australia because I remember feeling a bit of coral touch my leg and after chatting about um, sharks and stuff, I was convinced it was a shark. Um, Daniel Trapat was swimming in front of me, and he is so, he is such a great scuba diver, uh, if you've ever seen him. He's so bold, he just goes really deep, and he's really adventurous. And I tried to show that I was completely as adventurous um, and as completely as daring, and then some coral freaked me out, and I swam back to shore. So yeah, I was a total girl about that that day. But I love scuba diving too, definitely cool. And you know... Um, actually, as we're on the subject of that, a lot of local pools are offering closing uh, the pools off and doing COVID uh, scuba diving sessions to build up some of the loss that they're making from not filling pools. Um, so anybody who wants to take this up as a hobby, you can get your scuba dive certificate at several pools across the United Kingdom. This might be the time to take it up. Who knows? So as we explore a little bit about Andorra, uh, I'm just talking about different places you can go and see. And the Andorran town of Les Escaldes is just a few minutes drive from Andorra La Vela. Uh, Les Escaldes means the Scalds, and I'm going to explain why it's called that. It takes its name from the many hot springs dotted around the community. Known for their high sulfur and nitrogen content, the town's waters range from a pleasant 22 degrees Celsius to a scalding 66 degrees Celsius and they've been well known as far back as the Roman times for their medicinal qualities. Other highlights include the Vila de Mat Museum with its displays of works by Catalan sculptor Joseph Vila de Mat, the ruins of the old fortress of Capilla St. Roma and the historic Pont del Escals bridge with its superb views of the old town. So again, looking at Andorra, you could do all of these things probably in a few days there, in in maybe a week there. You would cover nearly most of the country um, and uh, a highlight of of the visit could possibly be a chance to explore a mountain there called Valera d'Orient Valley. Um, this small mountain uh, is a st- creates stunning scenery and you can um, visit it from the comfort of your own car if you want because one of the best routes along that is on the road. Uh, if you start in Lissascaldes, which we were talking about, which is north of the capital Andorra la Vella, 
You can then head along the narrow winding roads and it will take you up to a 12th century uh, San Miguel Engolastas, which is um, one of the churches there. Sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. And if you like the thought of sitting in your car and doing some touring that way, uh, because you are a car fan, then uh, there is a National Automobile Museum. And if you head out to Encamp, you'll see all these great things there. In the geographical centre of Andorra, the town of Encamp is home to nearly 12,000 people. It makes for a great base no matter what time of year you choose to visit or explore the country its downtown is also one of the prettiest with the Valera d'Orient river running through it and its fine old buildings now serve as shops cafes and restaurants it's also a great place from which to embark on hiking and biking adventures thanks to the neighboring peak de Pesson mountain at 2865 meters the parish's tallest peak now come winter the town is transfer transformed into one of the country's most important ski centers of course skiing and it even has i like the sound of this a gondola linking it directly to the ski slopes but the city itself is also home to the excellent national automobile museum which has a big display with numerous classic vintage cars and it even includes a steam driven machine dating back from 1885 along with antique motorcycles and bicycles and most of them are all in mint condition so if you like your automobiles put this on the list we were talking about different we've we've come across um, car museums in Germany and in, in places in the US so Andorra's going on the list stay with me if you like your cars in this it seems perfect for this next song have a listen to this one <music> Thank you. 
was Willie Nelson. She loves my automobile. And if you want to dance to that one, there's a beginner intermediate by Taya Erickson. And uh, if you want to do an advanced one, Gary and Lisa McIntyre have a dance to that too. She loves my automobile is the name of Gary and Lisa's. And Tara's is just simply automobile. So there we go. Some cool little dances being slipped in today that you may not have done. Now we're talking about Andorra. The language in Andorra, now it's between France and it's between Spain, so what do they speak? The historic and official language is Catalan, a Romance language. Ah, the Andorran government encourages the use of Catalan. It funds a commission for Catalan toponymy in Andorra and provi provides free Catalan classes to assist immigrants. Andorran television and radio stations also all use Catalan. Now, when I've been learning Spanish, I have some friends uh, from Catalonia in Spain, and they keep telling me Catalan is so much nicer, apparently, to the Spanish ear. So, hmm, maybe that one should go on the list. History. For 715 years, from 1278 to 1994, and Dorans lived under a unique co-principality ruled by the French head of state and the Spanish Bishop of Urgell. In 1993, this feudal system was modified with the titular heads of state retained, but the government transformed into a parliamentary democracy. So uh, they have quite a history there of being co-ruled. Now let's look at some, uh, some cuisine. Some cuisine. Uh, what would you eat if you went out there? Uh, well, Andorran cuisine is certain to give you a taste of the aromas and flavors of the mountains. You can get seasonal products that can only be sampled at certain times of the year, such as wild mushrooms, winter vegetables, and charcuterie, etc. Or delicatessen, as we, as we would know it. Um, now, I would, there's loads and loads of different things I can find that are native to Catalan. And I picked out a few of these, just three of these. And again, like I do when I talk about cuisine, would you try these? Let me know. So the first on my list is escudella. This is a light pork stew with seasonal vegetables. It sounds delicious. A traditional dish typically served during winter and at popular events at Christmas, you can try the dish with a traditional type of pasta called sopa de galets or sopa de grossa. And uh, another one, which I would totally try, Andorran cannelloni. Uh, it's a variant of a Catalan recipe featuring a mix of minced lamb, pork and chicken inside pasta rolls, very like the Italian cannelloni and served with bechamel sauce. And uh, the third one I looked up and found is called Caracoles a la Iona. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. I am so overwhelmed with what it is. It consists of snails that are usually grilled over charcoal and seasoned with a variety of spices, typically accompanied with uh, kins oil. <laughs> this delicacy will satisfy the most unusual palates. Wow, would you try that? Would you try the snails? Well, I, I'm going to head straight into this next song because as I was thinking of this, I was thinking of a song uh, a dance that I once saw. I never danced it, but it's called Snail Slide. It's choreographed by Catherine Daly, but I, I just love this song too. I love a bit of Garth Brooks. <laughs> She's a real go-getter. If you met her, you'd be good as gone. 
real red liner likes it all behind her. She's the kind of keeps you hanging on. She's a cowboy's buddy, even when she gets muddy. Lord, she's lovely from her front to back. So either coming or going, know her best side showing. She's my cowboy Cadillac. She's the perfect picture of a perfect mixture between a woman and a fine machine. She's a hard working lover, a real tough mother. She's a cover of a magazine, and I'm happy knowing that what keeps me going is what's gonna keep me coming back. She's my honking, talking, everything I'm walking, cowboy Cadillac. If it's a mountain, she can crawl it. If it's hay, then she can haul it. She's the last one to call it a day. Every cowboy loves her, Lord, they all dream of her. Oh, brother, don't they all react? At the end of the evening, when they see me leaving with my cowboy Cadillac. She's a perfect picture of a perfect mixture between a woman and a fine machine. She's a hard work lover, a real tough mother. She's the cover of a magazine. And I'm happy knowing that what keeps me going is Garth Brooks with Cowboy Cadillac and the snail slide if you look up at that dance is written to that track choreographed by Catherine Daly and we were just talking about snails being a delicacy in Andorra would you try them would you give them a shot who likes snails has anyone tried them in France before and what did you think is it something you would go back to well certainly lots of french people think they are awesome so they are very very popular in those nations and we were talking a little bit about skiing andorra is big for skiing and we digress slightly to scuba diving and i was talking about how scuba diving is actually there's been a little bit of an incentive in the pools since corona times because you can't fill the pools with swimmers anymore so they've come up with creative ways and one of them is by getting your certificate and Sandra Burns is saying in the chat room Haley, I tried scuba diving in Cyprus and it was amazing and I'm guessing you were hooked Sandra because you go on to say I've also done the scuba diving course in a pool and got my certificate for it so there we go Sandra has been and done it so uh, would you recommend it Sandra to others do you think um, I'm guessing from that positive comment you would because it sounds so much fun so there we go it may be a new hobby for some if anyone wants to try it Sandra's been there and done it and it sure is fun we've got some great gifs in the chat room from you there too Sandra we were talking about the automobiles fantastic 
a little bit of Vin Diesel there, of course. Always connected with automobiles is Vin Diesel. And Jean Robinson's in the house. Hello, Jean. Good morning, Haley and listeners. Hope everyone is okay. Thank you, Jean. We hope you are too. And welcome to the chat room, Joan Ord. She is saying good morning. We've got a cute little gif there. Come on uh, our travels with us, ladies. We've been to the Maldives. We are in Andorra. And while we're in Andorra, I'm just talking about some little fun facts from there. So here are some some more coming up while we're here. Andorra is small. It's the 16th smallest country in the world by land and the 11th smallest by population. It is only about 40 kilometers, uh, it, is, it is only about a 40 kilometer drive from one side of the country to the other. Wow, because we were talking, uh, I was talking about doing it all in maybe a week there. You could do a lot of these sites in Andorra. It's not not very big. The total population of Andorra is about 85,000. And this includes citizens and residents. So even those that are living there. Another little surprising fact is how much tobacco Andorra produces. It produces a lot. It takes up a lot of what little farming space exists there. There used to be a cigarette factory in Andorra and because of its status as a tax haven, you can purchase cigarettes there much cheaper than you can in Spain or France. So smokers, you definitely want to detour through this country. Cigarette smuggling has been a long problem traditionally and modernly in Andorra. People would head to the mountaintops to take smokes into Spain or France. And Andorra is the only country in the world with Catalan as its official language. Catalan is spoken in regions of Spain, bits of France, and even smaller chunks of Sardinia. However, Andorra is the only country using Catalan as the official language. And uh, there is actually a dance called Catalan Rock. This one was choreographed by Marie Sorensen, but you will know it as a completely different dance. We tended in the UK to dance one called Seven Nights to Rock, and it's exactly the same music.
Dances from Asia. Join Philip Tuesdays, 12 till 2 p.m. for Asia in Line, the heart of Asia. So we've been discovering a little bit about Andorra on our travels and also what they eat there. In the chat room, as I jump back in, I see a comment here from Graham Kennedy. I don't think, he says, that anybody could tart up snails to make them appetizing to me. <laughs> well, uh, they sell them at Lidl, actually. So, you know, if you want to give them a shot, you can head to Lidl and grab a frozen pack that you can defrost. Jim Sankowicz has shared a great gif there of a cat scuba diving. Uh, I don't, re I reckon there's not many cats that would be happy to scuba dive. I know my cat sure wouldn't. And uh, Joan Ord is giving us a lovely dancing bear there as Seven Nights to Rock was playing. And that Seven Nights to Rock was also the same music used uh, to choreograph Catalan Rock by Marie Sorensen, which is why I've played it, because the Andorans, they speak Catalan. Anna Christina is in the house. Hi, Haley, and everyone. Been listening while working. Interesting memories and facts about Andorra and snails. Yes, I like them. I have eaten them in France and Finland. Super. Now, I remember eating one once, and it wasn't cooked very well, I don't think, but I've been told that the ones that are cooked well are very like oysters. So, Anna, I don't know if that's true, if you can enjoy them like oysters, perhaps. So Ross Brown is in the chat room. Good morning, Haley and everyone tuned in. I'm now set up for my show. So I've decided to take a short walk to get some fresh air whilst listening to the show. Hope you're well. Remember, Ross is on in an hour. Exactly when I finish, he will be there taking the lead. So stay tuned. As we are touching down in Andorra on our travels, I'm going to leave here coming up now. But I just have a few more facts to load you with. A typical my show. You can't get away from these facts. Uh, I hope you like these ones. So, Andorra. In Andorra, nature occupies 90% of the country's land area and only 4% of Andorra is used for human habitation. I guess some of that are tobacco fields, right? <laughs> Andorra has the highest concentration of museums in the world with 20 museums within its 180 square mile area. The eldest non-disabled man, adult man, from each household in Andorra is required by law to carry a firearm. The country has a small, well-equipped police force made up of 240 officers. Now, these three facts all go hand in hand because you would think if there's a firearm in every house and uh, one guy in every household has to carry one, and the police force is small, what does that say for the safety of this nation? Well, as it turns out, Andorra is rated among one of the safest nations in the world with almost no records of car theft, pickpocketing, or disorderly behavior incidents. Now, is that possibly because someone would pull a gun? Who knows, who knows, but it works, it works for you, Andorra. Andorra has never been in a war in almost a thousand years. Andorra has no national bank and has never had its own currency. 
and we did mention this one Andorra la Vella is the highest capital city in Europe also Andorra has the eighth highest life expectancy in the world with a life expectancy of 82.9 years, Andorra's is the eighth highest. With the exception of Japan now, every other country with a high life expectancy is also a small country or a small territory. This is really interesting. The others with the high life expectancies are Monaco, Singapore, Macau, San Marino, Iceland and Hong Kong. So there we go. All except Japan are very small places. So maybe that's where we need to head to live longer and uh, my final fact for today only a third of the people that live in Andorra are actually Andorran two-thirds of the population of Andorra do not actually have Andorran nationality most are Spanish French or Portuguese one of the largest groups is the Spanish and they actually make up around 43% of the population there we go so if you go to Andorra, expect to speak Catalan, Spanish or French or even a little Portuguese. As we finish this, I'm going to finish with a dance called Catalan Up. This one uh, is choreographed by, um, let me see, Sandrine Tassinari, Magali Lebrun and the Southern Gang from France. It's a Kevin Fowler and George Jones song. Here we are, Catalan Up.
And the boys and the dance was called Catalan Up and we have been in Andorra. So if you're hitching a ride with me today, we have traveled from the Maldives to Andorra and now I'm going to let you settle back down wherever you may be, if it's in the comfort of your own living room or while you're doing work or while you're traveling as we just go through some of the travel tips. Now it's become quite apparent that people are still quite keen to travel, which is, uh, is funny because I've started a travel show right in a period where people can't actually go anywhere so woe is me for that but um, we do see a lot of changes coming around in the world both for and against travel it was in the news yesterday that Australia are considering banning entry from people in places such as the UK that haven't yet got a vaccine until they have widely spread out a corona virus vaccine which will mean if you're planning to go to Australia it could be the end of 2021 before you're even allowed to go there and this can be devastating news for those that I know have family out there and want to visit their family there but indeed we are on the other hand starting to travel again as we've seen today uh, Lorraine says that she's in Turkey with her dancers and you know what good for you Lorraine how wonderful if you want to travel that's great if you don't that is also fine because my show is here to, to help you travel and you don't even need to go anywhere. Now I have a new email address for this show or related to this show as I know that not everyone can join the chat room. So if you want to send me any dance requests, any news, any places you would like me to look into, just shoot me an email at hitcharidewithhaley at outlook.com. Now if you want to grab a pen I will give you that again. It is hitcharidewithhaley, no spaces, all lowercase, at outlook.com. And what I did when I had this new email address set up is actually email a few friends that I know travel lots. Some of these are line dancers and some of them aren't. And so I've left it completely kind of first name basis um, to just give me some of the your favorite, all time favorite travel tips. So I'm going to share these with you today and if you are in the chat room and if you have any tips you would like to share with us I would love to hear about them too. I can see we're still checking in here to the chat room because we were talking about the likeness of snails to oysters and Joan Orders saying she loves oysters and as we were leaving Andorra Sandra Burns is saying check out this football fact Andorra's under 21s are playing England under 21s at football today. That's a great fact. Thank you so much for sharing that Sandra and uh, how how on timing how on point when we've been to Andorra with our hitch ride show today so what's your favorite travel tips I'm going to read you three before our next song so the first one is from Alicia she says if you're flying as a couple book two seats in the same row leaving one seat free in between for stretch out space now that can backfire if one gets taken but Alicia says don't worry about that just ask to swap because usually no one refuses and I can relate to that if I've been sitting in between two people that I thought maybe were supposed to be together I'm very happy not to be stuck in the middle of them so that's a great plan for extra room if you need it thanks Alicia Alex is telling us his top tip 
He works in the travel business and he says tour operators often work to a monthly and quarterly sales target. So if you call on the last day of the month, perhaps like uh, you will call especially maybe March or June when the months have been particularly busy or perhaps September or December, you could then get a much more competitive price because those targets, they won't really matter that day. So they're happy to create a discount for you. So that's the last day of the month, particularly in March, June, September or December. And here is a little tip here from Lucy. She says flexibility on timing can save you a bundle of money. Whether you're using Skyscanner or something like that, and again, listeners, I don't know if you're familiar with Skyscanner, but it is just a site that searches lots and lots of uh, flight search engines to find you the best deal. And it says, for example, if you're using something like Skyscanner, click on a whole month flight search function because if you uh, if you find you can go for eight days rather than seven you could save money on a flight or flying out on a Thursday and back on a Saturday which again you would expect to go on the same day as you come out but if you can do that it can save you a bundle so there we go here's all our tips coming in and I have more for you after the next track that last particular tip was accompanied by a request again at the email address if you want anything this is a Maggie Gallagher dance and it is called Wintergreen Let it breathe if it doesn't breathe it's gonna die
Maggie Gallagher dance there, Wintergreen, and the track is by the East Pointers. So, hitchhikers, we are talking about travel tips, and I am asking if you have any that you would like to share. And uh, it's great, we've got some great ones at the moment. If you are considering traveling again, now some of them are only when you travel abroad, but there are some things that will work from the UK too. And I have some more tips coming up from from you, from your from the listeners. And in the chat room, Jim's got a tip for us here. He says, I was told by a flight attendant once, always take the earliest flight possible. Simply, if there are delays, it's a trickle-down effect. So even if you're delayed, it won't be as bad as the next flights to come. That's interesting. That's an interesting way of looking at it. Jim is also saying, after all that, Starbucks at the airport tastes just a little bit better. It does. But did you have to share the GIF uh, there, Jim? Because I tell you what, I'm busting for a Starbucks now. Busting for it. And uh, my next tip is from Katie. Has anybody, does anyone use TripAdvisor? It's, it's quite interesting to ask if you go on. It's, TripAdvisor has been around for such a long time and it uh, this next fact is going to be pertaining to the fact that although it's a great source, it can be very biased. There is such a thing as people getting their relatives to leave comments on TripAdvisor and even paying people to leave comments on TripAdvisor. And that is that is bad, people. That is bad because we don't get a real review of holidays. So Katie gives us a little tip here because she says she has never trusted TripAdvisor ratings since she heard about all the paid-for reviews. She said, it left me hanging and looking for a genuine hotel rating and not knowing what to do. Well, step in booking.com. She says, this is a much better facility. Only guests who've booked, stayed and checked out can leave a rating or review. And there's no incentive to leave the reviews either. So you only get bona fide reactions. So great. That's cool. And uh, next trip, Paula is saying kayak.co.uk and skyscanner.net are great for flight searches, but I find the most powerful engine is ITA Matrix, the software that Google Flights is built on. It lets you search different departure and arrival airports at the same time and its options are endless. So there you go. If you're looking for flights and we were talking about different search uh, options, go for ITA Matrix. You can actually uh, Google how to find that or you can go to matrix.itasoftware.com. And uh, here's another one as well. Nick is telling me, don't rule out business class fares. Of course, you always tend to think that they are so expensive. But he says, if you're prepared to fly in direct, you may be pleasantly surprised. Lufthansa from London to Istanbul via Frankfurt is about 300 return. That's not bad. And is always a winner because you get lounge access, two in-flight meals and lots and lots of free wine. So is TAP Air Portugal from London to New York uh, with a plane change in Lisbon currently it's 720 return which is quite cheap to New York it's a flatbed and you get all the food and drink plus use of the lounges and it's free food and drink did we say free food and drink and even a free stop in Lisbon or Porto um, which is included and you can get that for up to five nights so there we go we always think wow that's an expensive flight we couldn't afford to fly business class surely not but if you count in the fact that you may have to pay for your meals before you get on you may 
may have to pay for your drinks if you want a glass of wine or a tipple and if you find that you have to have a stop off and it's uncomfortable they can offer you a bed for the night that can be included um, and I was very very lucky to travel with my two wonderful travel buddies uh, business class to Singapore last year uh, Angela and Sandra and uh, Sandra was listening in early. I don't know if she's with us, but she knew, she knows how wowed I was with the whole experience. It was amazing. And one of the best bits was walking into the lounge and finding you could just have a shower and freshen up. You don't have to be, uh, what I would say, minging to travel. Um, <laughs> you can actually freshen up and be fed. And sometimes all of these facilities on the side of a cheap flight will cost more than actually booking that itself. Sometimes it doesn't, but sometimes it does. So take Nick's advice and check that out if you're looking into traveling uh, on an airplane anytime soon. Another little tip here uh, from David, want to eat well on the continent? Follow the truckers. Whereas our uh, ours in the UK eat manky sandwiches at the wheel, he's put. Europe's and especially Italy's are more discerning and know the best and the very best value restaurants on every stretch of tarmac. So if you are taking a road trip anywhere, sometimes the best people you can possibly ask are the truckers. So there we go. Any tips on that, Jim, as well? Because I know you were a trucker too in your time. And Julia is saying... Trip advisors, best restaurant and bar lists leave a lot to be desired. Oh, we're dissing TripAdvisor again today. But the secret is to filter reviews to those in the local language. They'll be coming from people who know the food, drink and competition. So you can be sure that those glowing reviews are from people who really do know their stuff. So a little boost for TripAdvisor there too. And uh, we have another one from Naomi here. Always email yourself and a friend with PDFs and of your passport. Oh, this is a, this is a good one. Have you ever got to the airport and freaked out because you don't have your passport? Well, some particular flight will accept a PDF copy um, and visa. You, you need your visa, but make sure you email a friend those too and your insurance documents and even, even the code you've used to lock your suitcase. You know, if you trust someone enough, that way if anything gets lost or stolen, your phone gets lost or stolen. Again, I have a little file with a lot of those codes in. But if your phone goes, what are you going to do? Well, if you have a trusted friend, then you have access to them. It might only happen once in your life. It might not happen at all. But if it does happen, Naomi says, you'll thank me the time it does because this is a great idea. Okay, so I'm just nipping into the chat room before our next one. Um, just to see we've got some more joining us and here is Tino Herger in the chat room he says hi Haley and everyone nearly missed you I had to bring my car to the garage it didn't allow me to shift from park to drive at times oh no was fairly scary not knowing if I can drive or not I have been stuck for nearly an hour one evening last week oh Tino I'm so sorry to hear that I've had car trouble too I'm guessing yours is a manual uh, uh, sorry an automatic whereas I tend to drive a manual but I'm driving a manual this week which I find so easy but I guess that's one of the down points is that when it's automatic you have to expect it to drive when it wants to and if your car isn't playing the game that's no fair well I hope it works out for you Tino remember to catch Tino's show on Saturday it's fantastic and of course we've got some extra DJ slots on this Saturday too which I'll tell you more about in a bit 
But uh, I just want to thank you while you're on, on Tino because some of that Andorran uh, information we got today was sent over by Tino. He has his European knowledge and I appreciate you for helping us out with that. So while we're talking a little bit about travel tips and where we can go, I just want to tell you overall the most important thing is to not worry and be happy. And here is a cool dance that's in the charts at the moment on the line dancer chart. It's choreographed by Debbie Mabs and I know Lorraine was on earlier so I don't know if you're still tuned in but I wanted to play this one all the same it's great a track by the baseballs the dance is also called don't worry be happy don't worry be happy here's a little song I wrote your mother won't sing it Look for no, don't worry, be happy, don't worry, be happy. In every life we have some trouble, but when you worry, you make it trouble. Don't worry, be happy.
everyone place your bets and join Tino Herger for the Line Dance Roulette Show. Hey, baby, let's go Every Saturday, 9 to 11 a.m. UK time, here on Line Dancer Radio. Join Alexis Strong here on Line Dancer Radio every Sunday, 2.30 to 4.30 p.m. with the It's All About Intermediate Show. Remember, guys, every day's a happy day. I've never seen Venice or slow dance under Paris lights Never stood by the pyramids or hiked up the Great Divide well, I've never been to Times Square to celebrate the New Year And I've never seen Willie Nelson live and If I never get to it's alright Cause I've seen you with your hair down and your bare feet Dance around the living room Spilling wine on your dress And I've seen you on a bench seat In a tank top in your blue jeans Getting your lipstick on my neck So if all I do is live in this small town with you
It's time to go around the world with Ross Brown. Join Ross on his travels Wednesday, 12 p.m. here on Line Dancer Radio. There we have it. Don't forget, Ross is coming up in only 20 minutes. Is it that time of the day already? And we are just talking, Hitchhikers, about little travel tips that you may or may not want to share when we go on on holiday, where whether it's flying or just traveling on the road, what could we have? And these are just some that have been sent through to the email address, hitcharidewithhaley at outlook.com. And you can send me an email there if you have any requests too. Those last two tracks I just played, I thought were very connective to what we're talking about. The first one was Don't Worry Be Happy that is choreographed by Debbie Mabs and is a great little sentiment that we can live each day with especially when traveling. And the second song I played, don't you love it? It's a Mitch Roselle song called I've uh, uh, all I need to see but the dances I've seen it all it's a new one from Gary O'Reilly I absolutely love that song isn't it amazing and uh, I've seen it all just seems to be a great sentiment when we're sharing some of our knowledge of what we've seen and done our little travel tips and I have a couple more travel tips here in the chat room Ross Brown is saying one trick I learned the hard way was to take a picture of your luggage my suitcase went missing at a connecting airport oh my goodness I hate it when that happens. I described it to the customer service desk, but they struggled to find it and did get it eventually, but it was returned to the UK as my trip was nearly over. So a picture of the luggage may have helped them identify it quicker. What a great tip. And uh, I had some troubles um, once, and one of the the issues I had was the language barrier. I think I've spoken about losing my uh, luggage in Denmark once, and of course I needed someone to translate for me because I don't speak Danish. So that made it all the harder. So great tip. Ross because to whip out my phone and show, show, a, show a picture and to have shown a picture of my luggage would have made everything so much easier. I was giggling as well here at your little comment here, Sandra Burns. Uh, Jim had said the Starbucks at the airport tastes just a little bit better. And Sandra says, so does the cider. Indeed. I, I think a lot of drinks might. I think we need to go to the airport and try the cider, the wine, the beer, just to check, you know, uh, as an outing, an educational outing. Um, about Ross's tip there, uh, Tino Herger is saying, good trick, I do it all the time. Great idea. And Sandra Burns is saying, we have luggage straps that are unmistakable. Because that's one of the hardest things as well. Not only if you lose your luggage, sometimes have you ever seen your suitcase go around, grab it off and realize, oh, oh, this does not have my name on it. Someone has the same luggage as me. I have this big purple suitcase I take everywhere, mainly because it's huge and I can fill this suitcase up. And I bought it from Debenhams. It was in the sale and I thought it is so unique. I will spot this purple suitcase with flowers on from a mile off as it comes around the carousel. And guess what happened? My first trip away, someone had the same suitcase. I picked it off and I was like, this is not my suitcase. So great, Sandra, to have luggage straps that are are clearly unmistakably yours. Um, Tino Herger is talking about business class business claps claps for business class he says it's fab 
but here is a warning. Once you taste the blood, you might not want to go back to economy class. I hear you, Tigo, Tino. Yes, indeed. He says, I surprised my mum with a business class ticket to Las Vegas some years ago. And now she says she will not travel long haul in economy ever again. Lol. And the same goes for my dear better half. And this was back in the days when I worked with an airline. So it was less pricey than it is now. So basically, Tino, uh, your mum and your other half are completely spoiled yeah <laughs> I said that actually when I came back from my first business class trip I turned to my husband and I said oh dear my friends have created a monster in leading me in these these ways of life because <laughs> I don't want to but one thing I did find that um cheaply cheaply upgrading to business class is collect your travel points I now try to travel well I did before COVID look for flights with a particular airline because the more points you get, you can actually upgrade your flight sometimes a lot more cheaply than you can just paying outright for a flight. So look for those deals. And would you believe you can actually get student deals uh, upgrading to business class? It doesn't make a sense because which students could fly business class? But, you know, um, and uh, so we have some great tips there. Thank you to our friends for sharing those tips in the chat room. And of course, we were talking about emailing a lot of your details to a very, very trusted friend. Uh, so you can email them PDFs of your passport, your visa, your insurance documents, even the code you've used to lock your suitcase. And Ross was saying about taking a picture of your suitcase. Well, why don't you email that to your friend too? It would be brilliant. And I'm sure there's a lot of friends that are trustworthy and willing, and you can give them a call and ask them that. And I'm going to go into from that subject this next song and dance the dance is called call me tonight which is exactly what you'll be wanting to doing to your friends if you are planning any travels this one's choreographed by regina chung and it's a little bit of ava max Got me. Th- 
Call Me Tonight, and uh, that dance is particularly called Call Me Tonight. It's choreographed by Regina Chung. And we are just talking about travel tips. As you go on your travels, what would you recommend to a friend? I have two more from my emails here. This one is from Kate. She says, the best snapper in the world isn't going to get that shot if their camera battery has died. So always take a spare, especially somewhere chilly. And uh, she says, did you know that cold temperatures can drain your camera, battery and phone in minutes? So there we go. If you're going particularly somewhere cold, make sure you have a spare uh, uh, battery in your bag or if you like to photograph with your phone which I do I'm my photos are never that great but I get some kind of decent ones on my phone make sure you have a battery pack or a portable charger with you and remember that you will need that more if you're traveling somewhere cold if you're skiing or something like that and my last tip of the day here uh, I used to leave stuff behind in hotel rooms Ed said and you know what I can totally relate to this uh, the amount of times I've called up the Norbrek Hotel and asked them to post me some hair straighteners or some uh, expensive perfume or even just I've written off a few pairs of shoes that I know I've forgotten places but Ed says um safes on me doing it on an embarrassingly embarrassingly regular basis so yeah just like me until a former colleague told me she locks one of her going home shoes in the strong box every time now nobody ever limps out of a hotel with just one trainer on do they so now if you're gonna need your shoes you're guaranteed to remember to check that safe so there you go and he says you're welcome for that tip so a very good tip yeah put one of your shoes in the safe with your things in or perhaps something like your phone and stuff you could still charge that and, and put them in your shoe too your your wallet everything you need pop it in your shoe you're going to need to either put your shoes on or limp out of the hotel in one shoe I don't think you're going to be doing that so on that little tip I'm going to play a dance called forget me not because that's what we don't want to do forget anything this is a pat stock choreography another classic here we go Boys know 
Sunday night. That can only mean one thing. It's a classic with Julie Lockton. Looking back on 30 years of fun. I'm sorry, Ross. Ross is saying here in the chat room, I better take Forget Me Not off my playlist today because I played it. I'm so sorry. He says he had too many anyway, but I said just play it again. So Ross is making me giggle in the chat room. We were talking just before I played Forget Me Not about things we do forget in <laughs> in hotel rooms. I am terrible for it. I'm always doing it. And Ross, I totally forgot about this. He says the infamous hair straighteners that you thought you'd lost at the hotel we stayed at for the zipline event for LDF. Well, that in itself, I think is going to be a 10 to 15 minute story, so I won't go into it. But long story short, I ended up uh, bedding the night in Ross's room because I had no room when we went to the zipline event. And uh, when I got home, I could not find my straighteners. You wouldn't believe it. I couldn't. I looked everywhere. I looked in my cosmetic bags, my cases, and I was certain I must have left them in the hotel. And I have some quite expensive straighteners. These ones uh, were a gift from my husband. They are uh, limited edition rose gold GHD straighteners. Um, and uh, I wouldn't have replaced them because they cost too much and uh, sentimental value. So I, I even messaged Ross in a panic. Do you know if 
I left my straighteners in my room? Were they there, Ross? What happened? And he was like, you are totally panicking over straighteners. And as it turned out, what I'd done is took everything out of my case and pushed my suitcase under my bed. And the straighteners had been put on the floor and pushed behind the case and pushed right into the center underneath my bed. And that's where they were hiding and panic over but yes I continually forget things I do and uh, just talking about traveling again and when we are planning on doing it just really quickly I have shared a little picture in the chat room and if you are in the chat room you will see it I'm going to start off next week's show by talking about some new and unusual things you can do and this particular one was in the Maldives which is where we have traveled today so that's why I want to share it this is an underwater villa if you can see it in the picture if you can't it is a picture of a room that opens up into a beautiful sight of a scuba diver which we've also been talking about today many of the Maldives best views lie beneath the surface and you can book more quality time with them at the new Pullman Maldives Aqua Villa. Don't feel guilty about a long lie in here because your submarine bedroom faces a luminous turquoise ocean so you can lounge around while getting a diver's eye view of a reef fish, rays and sharks. That looks amazing. Although three nights for two people will cost you from about £7,449. But hey, that's all inclusive with flights too. Yikes. Don't think I'll be going anytime soon, but it looks amazing. I will be hitting on more of these unusual Usual, uh, places you can stay next week as we hit down in some new places and I just thought yeah let's investigate some different things you can uh, stay different places you can stay and different things you can do and I'm going to play us out with this particular dance because the dance is called different it's choreographed by Roz Chaplin and Lorna Cairns and it's a little bit of Robin Robbie Williams stay with us guys Ross Brown is coming up next and I will be back with you at 10 this time next week and really quickly just check out online the information about the marathon we have of shows on Saturday. This leads up to an exclusive interview with Kelly Cavallaro. You do not want to miss that. Schedule Saturday off in your diary and until then, have a great weekend.
Honky-tonk Highway with Kelly Cavallaro. To find out what happened the morning after and the night before, Tuesdays, 2pm UK time, on Line Dancer Radio. 